0: Welcome to the Seek24 Podcast. I'm John Michael Lucido, and I am so glad that you are here. This podcast is a place of community, collaboration, and inspiration, created to invite and encourage you deeper into relationship with Jesus. So, here we go. Maybe sometimes you feel like you're the only one who cares. Like, you might feel like Literally, the only Catholic who's trying to take your faith seriously, and you look around at your friends and community, and they're not on the same path as you, and that can be discouraging. But let me be the one to tell you that you're not alone. There are so many other Catholics who are just like you, and you have the chance to meet them. This is Truth Pop
1: with, with Jake and, and Kathy, Kathy, a Catholic take on faith and, faith culture. and culture. I'm Kathy, and I'm Jake. And we are a young adult married couple giving you a Catholic take on faith and culture. We give you the tools you need to live out your faith in modern day society. In this episode, we want to tell you about an amazing opportunity you have to grow your faith and connect with tens of thousands of other young Catholics.
0: Yeah. It's called seek 2024 happening in St. Louis, January 1st through the 5th, it's at America's Convention Center. So this is going to be epic. Like, literally, they're expecting 20,000 other people from all around the country gathered together to worship the Lord, to grow together in faith. And you're going to hear from great speakers like Father Mike Schmitz, host of Bible in a Year podcast, Monsignor James Shea, Chris Stefanik, Paul J. Kim, Emily Wilson, Dr. Ben Akers, Uh, dr edward Shree. i mean the list just goes on and on and on this is just not only talks but an opportunity to meet other catholics and again you're reminded that you are not alone on your faith journey and that's what i love about seek so much so that's what kathy and i want to talk about with you in this episode is invite you to seek just telling you more about it we also want to invite you to if you've never checked out truth pop before if you're listening to the Seek Podcast, uh, we invite you to subscribe. The Truth Pop Podcast, it's available on all podcast platforms. Uh, one of our recent episodes, we tell you about how we actually met. Uh, Kathy and I met through speed dating at a Catholic church in Chicago, and I accidentally skipped Kathy. <laughs> um, she forgave me. I forgave. Him. And it worked out. Um, that's one of our recent episodes. But yeah, we'd love to have you as part of the Truth Pop family if you've never checked us out before. I would encourage you to rate the podcast, give us your thoughts. Um, but again, let's let's talk about Seek. Seek is going to be amazing. Kathy, you went to Seek last year when they had it in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you?
1: Oh, it was amazing. I had first gone in 2019 to Indianapolis and I had never seen anything like that on that big of a scale. So it was really amazing that they had it in St. Louis last year because You and I were living there at the Mm -hmm. same time. Yeah. Um, And I was able to also invite my sister, and she came with me. And it was really powerful to share that experience together.
0: Kathy, I do have to interject here. It does remind me of a conversation we had when we had first met in 2016. This was before we even had a first date. And we were texting, you mentioned you went to a Catholic conference. And I said, Oh, were there big speakers there?
1: And I thought you were talking about speakers in terms of the sound system. <laughs> and so I was like, oh yeah, there there was a Jumbotron there. <laughs>
0: but I guess you could say that the uh, speakers at Seek this year are gonna be even better than a big Jumbotron. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say was like your favorite part from Seek last year?
1: My favorite part was on Wednesday night, they had a praise and adoration night where they opened it up to the whole community They didn't charge for that night. So everyone who wanted to go, it was completely free, which was awesome. And 17,000 people were there that night, just on their knees, praising Jesus together. And it was also really cool. They had prayer teams where they allowed you to go. if If you had a prayer intention, you could go and have people pray over you. And the whole thing was just so moving. I remember right as... Jake, you and I came back from the prayer teams. The monstrance was coming by us, and that song, Gratitude by Brandon Lake, was yeah. playing. And I just was moved to tears. It was just so beautiful.
0: I, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that, baby, because like literally every single time I listen to Gratitude from Brandon Lake now, I think about that moment. And it literally felt like, I, I mean, Jesus was literally just looking at me in that moment as the monstrance walked by. And It's just one of those moments I'm never going to forget. And again, babe, just like looking around at this huge dome where literally St. John Paul II was there Mm -hmm. years ago. In the
1: year 1999.
0: Yeah. And I'm just like so blown away by the fact that in a world that oftentimes seems so dark, that here we have this moment. It's almost like a mountaintop experience to know that Jesus is here and to know that he is the light. And to know that we are not alone in this journey. And that is actually, babe, going to be the theme for Seek 2024 oh, is yeah. Be the Light. Mm-hmm. And we want to explore that together in this episode as well. Um, but again, if you are the least bit interested in learning more about what Seek 2024 has to offer you, I just encourage you to check out their website. It's up right now. at seek.focus.org. Uh, that's where that's where you're going to get the full list of speakers. You'll get the schedule, all the information you need, and you can book your hotel and make your reservation there. Uh, my first experience going to a conference from Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, uh, it was way back in 2011. This was in Nashville, and at that time, Kathy, like I was not super into my faith. Like I was trying, but I was attending a Protestant school at that time. And I was really on shaky ground in so many ways because I looked around at so many of my evangelical friends who I have so much respect for. You know, our Protestant brothers and sisters have so much love of Scripture, and they're so they're so filled with the Holy Spirit. And in some ways, I looked at them, and then I looked at some of the other Catholics in my life, and I didn't see the same fervor for the Lord. So I'll admit to you, like I really did struggle at this Protestant school. I was like, should I really stay Catholic? And this was a struggle for me uh, because I did feel alone. I did feel like I was the only one who was at least trying to grow in my faith. But I was just at this point where I was like, I just maybe it's not worth continuing to try. But I was invited to the Sikh conference, and as soon as I got there, I I was just I almost felt like this weight was lifted off from my shoulder because I looked around and I said, Whoa, like these, these people, I didn't even know they existed. Mm -hmm. People who are on their knees on a cold, hard wooden floor in adoration, people who are just on fire for the church and in love with Jesus. And they have so much joy. And that was the joy I was looking for at the time. And it was Partially because of that experience going to a conference where I eventually decided to transfer to Franciscan University in Steubenville, Ohio, because I realized, you know, I need this. I need that Catholic community of friends, a a place where I'm going to grow in my faith. And maybe you find yourself in that situation right now, again, where you feel like you're in a place of darkness and you're looking for some light in your life and you're wondering where God is. Maybe Seek is going to be that opportunity for you to just experience what I experienced. To have Jesus show you a place where you're filled with so many other people who want to help you grow and want to see you fall in love with Jesus even more. Kathy, I know a lot of the talks from past Seek conferences have really spoken to you. Which ones would you say have really connected with you a lot?
1: I really liked the talk by Dr. Ben Akers about prayer. You know, can you change God's mind through prayer? That's always been a question of mine. And right away, the first thing he says is, well, the short answer is no. (laughs) And so like, okay, all right, I can leave that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But he just explained prayer and, you know, how God wants us to come to him, you know, because he, is a good and loving father and you know that's how we need to look at him we can't look at him as you know a magic genie we can't look at him as just like this vague man in the sky who we only turn to if we need something like he is a good and loving father and that's how we should approach prayer and we we pray for things because He wants us to. That's what he wants for us. And he wants us to love him just as he loves us.
0: I really loved the talk that Dr. Edward Shree gave last year. And I love how Dr. Shree, he reminded us all that the Catholic Church is really a family. Mm -hmm. And I think this was such an important talk for you know, if people sometimes look at religion as just a set of rules, and a lot mm. of times, you know, in the world today, you hear people say, "Oh, I want to be spiritual, not religious. I don't, I don't want to have to follow a list of quote unquote man-made rules because I, I, I want to do my own thing, but still believe that God's there." Uh, Doctor Sri, part of his talk last year, just really dismantled that whole notion of that, like, oh. We can't be our own God. You know, that like the Catholic Church is a loving family that's here to embrace you and to equip you and to help answer your questions. So, you know, I love how Dr. Shree, just in such a compassionate way, reached out to those people who might be on the fringe and might question, okay, like, why do I need a church? Like, why do I need to go to Mass on Sunday? Why do I need to follow these commandments? Can't I just, you know, again, have this spiritual outlook and call myself a good person? It was just such an amazing testament of faith and a reminder of like why we are Catholic. And I think it just looking back at my own life 12, 13 years ago where I was questioning, should I be Catholic? I'm so grateful that I still am Catholic. And I can credit so much of my Catholic faith to Focus and the work that they do and through the Seek conferences that Focus puts on because, you know, babe, like thinking about January too, like it, it's a tough month, right? Because, you know, you just had Christmas, but then you're looking ahead and you're like, okay, like there's maybe not a lot of stuff going on and it's cold and it's winter and it's dark. Mm-hmm. Seek is really that time of light to illuminate your next year and to give you that that spiritual push um, to really, you know, take your faith to the next level. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other experiences from people who have attended SEEK in the past. Uh, One of them is my brother, Zach, who is now a seminarian for the Rockford Diocese in Illinois. Uh, Before he entered seminary this year, he did go to SEEK last year, and here's what he had to say about it. Every time I go to SEEK, it's just such an amazing experience. You really just do encounter Christ in so many different ways, especially in the sacraments, in mass, just coming together with thousands of other people and just worshiping our Lord. It's just such a beautiful experience and sacrament of confession, in other ways, too, with the talks, just in the truth that's being shared with us and being formed in Christ. And uh, just in the people you meet, too, there's just such a joy with everyone you meet. um, That's just so tangibly an encounter with Christ.
1: And last year, I was able to bring my sister with me to seek, and she was able to experience it as well. And she was really impacted by a lot of the speakers. And here's what she had to say. It was such a life-changing experience and I just learned so many life-changing lessons that will honestly be with me for the rest of my life. Because of SEEK, I want to continue to grow more in my faith. I want to learn the truth. I want to feel those graces and inspiration I felt at SEEK every day. And I love the theme this year, Be the Light. And I want to talk about what that means. When I hear that, I think of the Bible verse, Matthew chapter five, verse 15, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father in heaven. I actually have a shirt with that exact wording. Let your light shine. I love that shirt. (laughs) That's very, very close to my heart because You know how people have mission statements where they they have like a mission that they're living for, a purpose? Like, I feel like letting the light of Christ shine from me is part of my mission. Like, I just, every day I pray like, Lord, let me bring your light to others. Let me allow you to work through me so I can bring people your love, And I just think it's so beautiful to realize that we do receive that light from Jesus in the Eucharist that we literally receive and consume him and he gives us his light and he lives inside of us. And not only is it for us, but it's for other people that we use that love to help others.
0: Babe, I think you do that so well. I mean, everyone who meets you just sees that radiant joy. And I'm always just so impressed by how you take that light into, again, what can oftentimes be a dark world. And I think it is a beautiful theme because this year we're in this special time of Eucharistic revival. We have the Eucharistic Congress coming up next summer. And what Seek is going to introduce you into is a Eucharistic life. And as you alluded to, Kathy, with that Eucharistic life comes a Eucharistic light, which is brighter than any light in the world. I actually love this analogy that my dad gave one time that when we sit in front of the monstrance, what we're essentially doing is we're allowing Jesus in his light to take out all of that gunk that's accumulated in our hearts that unforgiveness the envy the hurt the pain the wounds and we're just allowing Jesus to take all of that out and he's taking it from us and we're placing it at the foot of the cross so that Jesus can burn away our selfish desires and transform us into that light bearer that he's calling us to be because you know in space right the black hole it just absorbs everything and so what would it look like if we sat in front of Jesus and allowed him to transform us into a person we never thought we could be?
1: I love that. And I also love that we can participate in the Eucharist in different ways. Like you mentioned, Jake, like in adoration, when we sit in front of Jesus, it's it's almost like we're sunbathing. You know, like hmm. when you're sunbathing, you you get tan. But when we're sunbathing, S O N bathing, we get holy. <laughs> I love that. And, but we can also receive the Eucharist in Holy Communion, and you know, then we're literally receiving Jesus. He's becoming a part of us, and he transforms us from within. And not only is he becoming more a part of us, but we become more a part of him. We become more, even more, part of the Body of Christ even more perfectly, so it's just a beautiful way that we can grow into that beautiful light that we were talking about, the light of Christ, and let our light shine even brighter.
0: It's just as they say, you are what you eat, right? Mm -hmm. So if you eat bad food, you're going to feel bad, but um, I just heard a priest the other day, babe, like he was sharing a story about how he was giving a talk and he was asking a little second grader saying, oh, like, what are you most excited about when it comes to receiving your first communion? And the little second grader said, I get I get to eat God. And everybody chuckled and laughed. And then unfortunately, one of the parents, uh, I think it was the boy's mom, came over to the priest and said, father, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, I my, my son shouldn't have said that. Like that was inappropriate. The priest was like, no, like this little kid is right. Like He could be a doctor of the church. Like we do eat God. And have we really taken that time to unpack what that means? Where, you know, that, that recent Pew survey from a couple of years ago said that seven out of 10 Catholics don't believe in the true presence. Well, now there's a recent survey that has said that the majority of Catholics do believe in the true presence. However, less people are going to mass every Sunday. So are we really letting that truth stir in our hearts that no, like every time we go to mass, we do consume Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And once we really take that to heart, why wouldn't we want that to happen? Why wouldn't we want Jesus to transform our hearts? And I think that, yeah, this year with the Eucharistic Congress next summer, what an important time for all of us to take it more seriously and to prepare for mass and to, not only look at it as receiving Jesus, but I think we're also giving ourselves to Jesus too. We're ourselves, we're making a gift, a sacrifice to Jesus. And that's the most beautiful love story there really is.
1: Yeah, we have a friend who was an atheist and he didn't believe in God. He just wanted to party all the time and he took a lot of drugs, he drank a lot. And one day he met a focus missionary And this focus missionary was full of life and just so excited about life. And our friend said, I want to be like you. I want to have your life. And the focus missionary said, wait a second. No, you're not ready yet. And so our friend said, well, how can I get ready? And he invited him to the SEEK conference in 2017
0: so this person went to seek and kind of with a guard up. He really didn't know what to expect. And he was pretty, pretty reserved about the whole God thing until the Wednesday night adoration where in complete darkness, as the priest is walking around with the blessed sacrament, with the monstrance, people are on their knees in prayer, praising God and praise and worship. And the monstrance comes a little closer towards our friend. And all of a sudden, it dawned on him. And it was as if God was whispering into his heart saying, this is real.
1: And right at that moment, he thought of someone at his school wearing a shirt that said, does this shock you? Which is actually a quote from scripture, John chapter one, verse 61, after Jesus gave the bread of life discourse. And he realized this is either true or this is not true. And I believe this is true.
0: And our friend could do nothing more than just get on his knees and, and weep. Realizing that what appeared to be just bread was actually the living body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus, who was crying out to him, saying, come follow me, that you can leave your past behind, that you have a better life ahead of you if you would only come and follow me. And this revelation that Jesus was truly present in the Eucharist astounded our friends so much that his life was forever transformed after that night. Literally that night, our friend said to his focus missionary saying, I want to be a priest. The focus missionary said, you're not ready. But within weeks, our friend decided that he wanted to become Catholic. He went from being an atheist to a Catholic because of the living presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. He found that light that he was looking for. And now years later, he's a seminarian for the archdiocese of St. Louis on his way to become a priest. So if you look around at your friends and you see them living in total darkness, if you see your family who want nothing to do with God, if you yourself feel like you're in that black hole of darkness, you're in that pit of depression, that pit of despair, and maybe you're struggling with some some kind of addiction, with loneliness, you just really don't believe that you can find that light in your life. And you just feel like life is dark right now. You look around at the news and the world and everything is just bad. My advice to you is turn to Jesus in the Eucharist. Receive him worthily at Mass. Go to him in adoration and ask him to be that light for you. He is not going to turn you away. He is not going to bring back your past. He wants to invite you into a new life of redemption. And he wants to introduce you to that life of light so that you can be that light to somebody else who's going to need you down the road. And again, if you are just struggling to find a light in your life and you don't know how to find it, come to Seek. Because I 100% guarantee you that you are going to find so much light, so much joy. You are not going to be judged. You are not going to feel lonely. Just encourage you to give God a chance and see what he can do. So again, you can learn more. Register at seek.focus.org. If you need to pray about it a little bit more, there's still time to register. Just asking you to give that a chance. Let God show you what his light can do in your life. This is Truth Pop.
1: We wanna thank the Seek Podcast listeners for checking out our podcast, Truth Pop. If you enjoyed listening to our episode today, please consider subscribing and possibly rating our podcast. We look forward to walking in faith with you. God bless.
0: Thank you so much for listening, friends. For more content from this podcast, please click the link in the episode description. And I invite you to come join us in St. Louis, Missouri, in Encountering the Person of Jesus Christ at Seek24, from January the 1st through January the 5th. For more information and to learn how to register, please visit seek.focus.org.